Loud Unfiltered audience. Welcome back. This is Ali Amagasu, and it has been quite a while since I have created a new episode. There's a reason for that, and the reason is that we're going to be doing a little transition here at Cloud Unfiltered. We're going to be handing the show off to two new hosts. Pete wasn't able to make it today. Has really been an amazing asset to this show. Pete, I want to call you out and say thank you for always asking the deep, difficult questions that I would never know to ask. And sometimes our guests don't even know how to answer. But that's what happens when you are a fancy pants principal engineer at Cisco. I want to introduce the two new guys who are going to be taking over the show. I'm really, really excited to have their energy and their expertise brought to the table here. First off, there's Andrew Horgan. He is a cloud product manager. Welcome, Andrew. Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going great. And his, uh, his, co- his, his partner in crime here is going to be Michael Chenitz. He's hey, a TME, Technical Marketing Engineer here at Cisco. Hey, Mike. How's it going? It's going great. I'm, I can't tell you how happy I am that you guys are taking this show over. Uh, I really think you're going to bring a lot of just new ideas and energy and, um, you know, just expertise that, that, you know, very few other people could bring within Cisco. So I thank you for that. And I want the, the audience to get a feel for who you guys are. So let's start by that. Um, what's your experience in the cloud space and just in technology in general? And, and uh, I don't know who wants to go first. Uh, yeah, I, I I guess I'll start. I'm in the center on the my, on my screen, so I think that that gives you <laughs> priority. Um, so my experience with cloud is uh, an interesting one. I started at Cisco racking and stacking gear in the lab, and I've slowly kind of backed my way into being in product management for a cloud product. And so, um, in many ways, I I often kind of draw back from what I was doing. Uh, in the lab and thinking about the problems I had there on a day-to-day basis. And I try to iterate and evolve my thought process to, to see how we can solve similar problems in, in the cloud space. And so, um, you know, I'm relatively new to the area. I think in comparison to Mike, I am quite a youngin when it comes to being involved in the cloud. No offense, Mike. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking me to old. kind of... <laughs> I'm calling you old. Yes, that's a nice way of saying he's old. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm looking to... to to grow my experience there and to, and, and this podcast and taking over this uh, from Ali is, is one of those ways that I think will be good. Yeah. Great, great. How about you, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I've been in this space for quite a while, even before it was probably called cloud and that's because I'm old, like, uh, you know, like Andrew says, but um, yeah, no. So I started out, you know, when, it, when the cloud was wee little and, you know, working on the original uh, Amazon, um, you know, when it, when it first came out, um, working on all kinds of, um, microservices before they were even called really microservices. Um, but I also took it from another perspective too, because I actually have been involved in security and in cloud and in infrastructure and, um, you know, so all those different things kind of come together, uh, in order to, you know, understand a lot of these technologies. So really I, I worked originally, I started out uh, as an MCSC NT40, which is really, really long ago. Uh, it's when there was still something called Novell and things like Banyan Vines. Uh, but after that, I went, I quickly went into CCIE and, you know, did all the CCIE type stuff. Um, and then uh, I got bored of that and went into security and I was a security consultant for 20 years, then went into uh, architecture and design and figured out that's really where my love is, where I can kind of bring all this stuff together. And uh, so that's where, I, that's where I ended up right before coming to Cisco. And as I got into Cisco, you know, I really figured out that, hey, I can use that architecture and design 
and kind of pull it all together by being a technical marketing engineer, which is looking at the products, figuring out what people want and kind of saying, let's bring it together, which is really where cloud comes into play again, because I focus on cloud. I focus on things like Kubernetes and cloud management and orchestration, things like that. So really, uh, Mike, I, didn't even, I didn't even have to call you old because yeah. if you had gone first, uh, this would have been, it would have been very clear as soon as you mentioned Novell. Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Benny uh, Vines is even older. Come on. I was Lantastic yeah. certified. I had a lot of certifications back in the day, you know, now, now it's, know. Uh, now I don't have the time to do that anymore. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. <laughs> so Mike, you mentioned never liking to be bored and looking for something uh, interesting and new. And you also mentioned Kubernetes, which begs the question, of the open source community. It's obviously a very important part of this show. We have folks on that are involved there all the time. We usually attend and broadcast from KubeCon. Tell me about your involvement in open source so far. Yeah, so first of all, I fully consume open source. I've been using Linux since the early days, um, you know, where it was not really as, you know, uh, as well supported as it is now and it was super hard to install, but it was a challenge when you had to do that. but, you know, nowadays I do also do contribute. I've contributed to things like Stackstorm and uh, some of the orchestration frameworks that are out there. I've also contributed to stuff like Snort in the early days. Um, I've, a- I've actually won first prize for contributing an open source solution to uh, a device that was called Black Dog back in the day where I, where I won first prize for uh, contributing to that. So that was kind of a, a neat little thing. Um, but open source is really, I, I think the open source is the most interesting community because that's where everything comes from. You know, any of the new technology, most of the time starts from open source when, when somebody says, Hey, you know what? I really have this problem and I need to fix it. And they don't typically start out as saying, Hey, I want to create this great product and sell it. What happens is, is that they say there's a need for this. And you know what? I understand how to write it in go or in some other kind of language and let's do that and kind of, you know, see what happens with it. And then these, you know, that's where these programs come from. That's why it's very organic. And that's what I love about it is because you get all of this new, fresh, you know, perspective on technology. Nice. How about you, Andrew? Do you have any history? I know I've certainly seen you at conferences, open source conferences, but um, other than being a booth slave and giving the best demos in town, what has your involvement been? Man, booth booth slave just really <laughs> reduces your responsibilities down to a, a base layer. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, I'm I'm one of those guys who went to business school and never thought engineer would be in my job title. And so for me, open source for the longest time meant uh, it was the thing that you put at the end of a Google search to get a product that was free like actually free, you know, not freeware or or middleware or anything like that. It was just, oh, I need to record a, a podcast or I need to, uh, you know, use VLC. I need a free video player. So I would type open source at the end. So obviously that's evolved since I've I've joined Cisco. And um, in many ways, I think I represent the, the, uh, the more vendor side of what Mike aims to do. I think Mike is a avid member of the community. And honestly, if I need to engage with the community, I go to someone like Mike to say, hey, can you help me find a product or a community or a platform or a, a marketplace that kind of answers the need of our, our product users? Um, you know, and so at Cisco, part of my job is identifying um, gaps 
gaps in our functionality and evaluating the open source community as one of the environments for potential solutions to to a problem. And so I think what, you know, what Mike called out uh, about it being, you know, open source being an answer to a to a problem and and a kind of like an organic way to to really address an issue. Um, I think it's a very important aspect and I'll be honest, it's something that um, I think this podcast does really well. Um, but you know, I don't know that the rest of Cisco is really great at speaking to the open source community. And I, I think we can use this forum to really grow that relationship. Um, I, in fact, you mentioned a conference and I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but I did go to the CNCF uh, conference last year in London when we were still allowed to, to fly and travel. And I remember talking to some of the people there and they're like, why is Cisco here? And a lot of people don't realize that we actually do have a very big uh, involvement in the open source community. We, we fund a lot of projects. We're a contributing member to a, a bunch of these different uh, standards bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think, you know, hopefully I can bring a, you know, a vendor-centric, product-centric view of how we engage with the open source community while Mike can continue to, you know, really hone in on how you, you can be a contributing member of that community in the first place. Yeah, yeah, I would add, Andrew, that we do contribute Cisco, meaning we, as in Cisco, contributes a lot back. Like we did Contive back in the day. Um, and yep. now we're, we're doing uh, Calico VPP, which combines, you know, FDIO and all that kind of stuff into, uh, you know, and back into the community. So we're supporting that and we're creating these technologies that we're now giving back to the community. So it's not just taking, we're doing, it's kind of, we're a doing that a lot with, uh, yeah. with service mesh too, right? I, think I was that's just going to say, yeah, the network uh, yeah, well, that's, con- con- that's, yeah, Contive is the, you know. You see that, I'm VPP. already doing callbacks <laughs> and I've only been on the show for a day. So, um, but yeah, yeah, service mesh is another good example. And, yeah. you know, Mike, you called out a, a few good ones as well. So um, definitely want to, to continue to grow that, uh, that view of what Cisco does in, in the open source community. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, and I'm one of the biggest, um, you know, proponents for that. So, you know, I think we need to do more and more in that, in that direction. Great. Great. What do you guys see as the future of this podcast? Are you planning any big changes? I'm sure the listeners are wondering, you know, who are these dudes? What are they going to do with the show? Uh, is it gonna, <laughs> is the format going to change dramatically? Are you going to have a panel of hosts? Are you is it just going to be you two guys? Is it going to be one of you? Uh, how, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm and how it's going to be formatted. Yeah, so I'm already planning on killing Andrew off because, as he said, he's just a business guy. So I'm, you know, I've, 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 I think we're just going to kill him off. You know, we're not even going to know what happened. It's just going to be one of those episodes where the writers write him off, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm like, a, I'm a season, I'm one season that done. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, I, you know, I'm already looking at the ratings, and I see every time Andrew talks, it just kind of goes down by like a couple points. You know, so I just want to, you know, no, nah, but seriously, I think you know it's going to be hard because Ali, I think you did such a great job. Uh, you know, throughout, the, you know, how many episodes is it? I think it's like a hundred and I don't know, close to 150 episodes. Oh, no, it was less than that. It was more like 107, but still. Okay. Well, I feel like it's been like 150. I mean, it feels like (laughs) it feels like it's been like that. And I think that you've done such a great job. So it's going to be difficult. But what I would like to say is, you know, I still would love to have all the interesting uh, people that want to talk and really, um, you know, uh, give their opinions about things around the open source community. And, um, you know, I think that's, that's hugely important. I really am interested in what people have to say, what kind of, what kind of technologies are out there, you know, what people's perspectives on things are. So I think all of that still stays. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think we're going to add a video component to this too, 
uh, which will be nice. But I also want to leave it up to the to the people that are listening and viewing and say, you know, what is it that you guys are looking for? What is it that, you know, we can do that that you'd be interested in? So, uh, you know, I think you'll get an interesting perspective between Andrew and I. And, uh, you know, and then uh, with the addition of guests, I think it'll really, really be interesting. So we'll see. I don't I don't want to put you on the spot, but if <laughs> folks are listening and they're like, yeah, I want to hear more, you know, project leaders from, you know, CNCF projects. Or I want to hear, gosh, you guys don't talk about OpenStack anymore. We want to hear more OpenStack um, or whatever it is. Or we want to hear. No more one's saying that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no one's saying that, right. Uh, or maybe they want to hear from more Cisco folks. Maybe we've been understaffing the, the Cisco end of it. Um, where would they um, send those ideas? Is there an email address you could share or um, is that coming in the future? <laughs> Andrew? Um, yeah, so we we have plans to um, start a mailer that will be externally accessible. I think we settled on um, cloud unfiltered podcast at cisco.com um, with hyphens in between each word. Uh, I, I'm assuming Mike will be able to post that with the, um, you know, with the update for the podcast. So we'll, we'll make sure that it, that gets um, published. And, you know, I really just want to echo what Mike said. You know, I usually when you take some of these things over, uh, it can be immediately obvious, oh, there's all these areas for improvement or there's all these things that I want to do and, and bring to the table. And I, I think this is not one of those scenarios where, where Ali approached us. And I, I don't, I don't know if Mike felt the same way, but I was like, I don't know if we can do this justice. Right. Um, so, you know, my, my role, at least in the short term is going to be continuing the positive trend that we've had with the podcast, uh, getting some more of those guests, um, that, you know, our audience is asking for, but I, I'll be honest, I've always wanted to do a podcast and I do listen to a lot in my free time. I used to listen to a lot more when we commuted. Um, but now it's, you know, whenever I walk a dog or go for a run or whatever, it's, it's podcasts all day, every day. And so, uh, I'd like to think that we can, you know, provide some fun new additions to the show and have some more regular sort of things that, you know, that Mike and I want to kind of grow and hone ourselves. So, um, you know, but in the short term, I, I agree with Mike. I think um, we just want to carry uh, forward that positive trend that you and Pete started uh, and to, you know, grow our, our customer as well as our, our listener base, you know, and the, and the people that we get on the show. So um, hopefully that seems fair to everybody who's tuning in. <laughs> Hey, when you talked about walking the dog and going for a run, that made me uh, wonder, can you tell us each a little bit about wh what you guys are like in your regular lives? What are, what obviously you run, you have a dog. Sure. Uh, Pete and yeah. I are always talking about his life in Michigan and my life in Southern California. Although mostly we talk about the weather. We don't get too much into our, <laughs> into the details of our personal lives, but whatever you're willing to share to let the uh, audience know what you guys are yeah. about and what you do. It's, it's funny because I, I think there's like, there's the pre COVID answer. And then there's the post COVID answer where it's like, <laughs> I, I stay at home and I eat food and I go for dog walks, you know, um, you know, uh, prior to COVID, um, I think Mike would echo this. We both traveled a lot for Cisco. Um, it's probably, if I had to pick the one thing I missed the most, it's the travel. Um, I, I think we had five international trips this year canceled, uh, which, which really sucks. Um, but you know, I, most of my wife's family lives on the East coast. Uh, we are in North Carolina, so we very often put the dogs in the car and either go camping up in the mountains or, you know, we just drive North to, to where her family's at up on the East coast. Um, so we're both outdoorsy, uh, like I said, got the two dogs. Um, we like to go for hikes, play soccer, you know, sports, so on and so forth. Um, 
but, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's me in a nutshell. I try to, I, I love technology. I'm a huge consumer gearhead. Um, so I, when I sign off from work, I worry less about Kubernetes and VMs and AWS. And I care about the specs of a cell phone, or I like reading about the new, uh, game consoles coming out. And so I, I don't know, maybe this is an opportunity for me to meld those two worlds together. Um, but yeah, nice. hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So I'm exactly like like Andrew. I I go camping, except my camping's called resorts, and uh, <laughs> you know, and uh, you know, catering to to me. You know, that's that's more what I like to do. We're we're totally. I, I shouldn't say I'm not outdoorsy because I am because I love to mountain bike and do things like that. Then um, we go to Cancun, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure you ordered pizza and burgers from the entire the but, entire time we were at an all inclusive resort. So here's here's the deal. So. Uh, I didn't go to Cancun because I think uh, Andrew took my spot there, but we, we definitely oh, did right. do that. We definitely did do that at a different, at a different resort, but yeah. Um, uh, you know, so I do enjoy that. Um, we, my wife is a huge Disney fan. So we, we spent a lot of time in Disney before COVID. Uh, I do have a four year old and I have two huge dogs. They're, they're uh, both chihuahuas. Um, and one is named Titan. That's the bigger one. And since I'm a big gadget fan, I love gadgets. My little one's named gadget. So uh, yeah. So, so okay. those are, th- those are the types of things. I'm also a big music guy. So I have a music studio. I have a video studio. I have lots of guitars. Um, you know, so I'm a big, okay. I'm a big music Eight guy. 3d printers. I, I have think, 3d printers. Like so I'm a DIY <laughs> guy too. I got 3d printers, CNC machines, all kinds of stuff. I love tech. I pretty much live for tech. So, you know, I program a lot on the, on the side. I create, you know, solutions. I'm working on a solution right now that uh, allows you to VPN in containers and kind of scales up those containers for working on things. Ooh. So, you know, there's there's definitely a lot that I'm doing. I'll probably talk about that at a, on another show. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love tech. I pretty much live it. And I love to talk about it. I love to get people excited about it. Um, and I love to listen to it. I love to hear what people are doing and getting involved. So... Okay, there are some weird parallels there with the <laughs> Disney and the Chihuahuas. Because I don't know if you ever heard Pete talking about it, but Pete's family also is very into Disney. There's a lot of Disney visits. <laughs> nice. And he has four Chihuahuas. Pete's oh, oh one up in me. Pete's always one up in me, you know? I don't know what <laughs> it is. Right. <laughs> so, I think we need to have an all dog show, right? Yeah. Then, you know, we should have the dog talk the whole time. It'll just be yes, a dog the show. Whole time. We'll yeah, have the dog dogs camp. talk tech. Dogs DTT, yes. dogs talk tech. That's it. Yeah, I'm yes. just letting you know that he has he has Pete has isn't even here and he's dropping the mic on you with four chihuahuas to your two. Nice, nice. The thundering like, bird Wick. in northern Michigan still reigns supreme. So nice. there you go, Pete. <laughs> oh guys, well, I'm so thrilled you're taking the show over. I think it's in very good hands. I feel good for the future of it. I'm excited to see who you're going to have on. I personally am rooting for lots of folks from CNCF, but uh, I don't know. Cisco's doing some amazing things. And obviously we're Cisco folks and it's a Cisco show. So I expect that'll be integrated no matter what, but I I just am really excited for the future. I think you guys are going to have fun with it. I hope our audience hang with us during the transition as we all get the feel for this. We, um, I think it's going to be worth it, you know? Yeah. And the, the, one thing, the one thing I do want to reiterate is that it's not going to be all Cisco, you know, as much as it's a Cisco show and I love Cisco, you know, yep. I don't want, I don't think the audience or us wants it to be totally like a Cisco, like, uh, you know, a commercial. I think people are interested in tech. Uh, if, if there happens to be some interesting tech in Cisco, we'll talk about that tech. But I think that what we really want to do is find out what the audience is interested in. Um, and we want to talk about all kinds of things. So, you know, there are some interesting things in tech that we're doing right now around Kubernetes and orchestration and all kinds of things. And we'll talk about that in the future. 
But I don't want people to think that it's going to be like an all Cisco show all the time. It's not going to be. Yeah. It's going to be. If, we, if we retain yeah. anything, it will be that. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, it, it will be the fact that this needs to be um, uh, vendor agnostic. It needs to be embracing the open source community. And honestly, it's I look at this as uh, an opportunity for Mike and I to learn. Um, you know, not on the job, right? It's it's an opportunity for us to engage with the community and and honestly just learn from other other vendors and other open source partners what they're doing to uh, you know address the needs of of the enterprise. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, thank you guys so much for taking on the show, for spending the time today <laughs> to explain to everybody how the show is going to be. I think we're all excited about it. I reiterate to everyone listening that if you have ideas, send them in to that email handle that uh, is going to be in the show notes that Andrew mentioned. And you yep. guys will be off and running. It's, I'm great. really excited. So, so thank you. Well, thank you, Ali. Thank, thank you. you for putting together this great show. Uh, we hope to, you know, have you on from time to time if you'd like. Um, and, uh, you know, we hope we can do good for you. Yeah, and we good. wish you the best of luck on your, uh, the next steps in your journey, right? Wherever, wherever yeah. that takes Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I'll yep. see you guys at the open source shows for sure. <laughs> okay. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. All right, guys. Thanks.